Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Well, hello, and welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited that you're here. Yay. It's another time to get together and talk about money. (laughs) It's my favorite subject, the spiritual side of your money. Today's episode, episode number four, is how to tap into your divine ego to strengthen the core you. And this is one of my favorite one of my favorite topics talking about the divine ego. I just, I get to share with you about how it's all come about. The divine ego actually came to me when I was writing the Money Goddess Oracle cards. And it actually is the 40, number 44. It's the last card in the set. I remember when I was getting the download for the cards, I was working on the outline for them. And the last four cards ended up being bonus cards, which are the divine masculine, the divine feminine, the divine I am, and the divine ego. And when I got the divine ego and I wrote it down, I was like, okay, okay. I said, well, this has been will be interesting because as far as what I knew about the ego was that it was really kind of a negative energy, a negative force around us that was keeping us trapped. It was keeping us stuck. It was, there was this thing about it, like, don't let your ego get in the way, right? So when I got the download for the divine ego, just the title of it, it was really intriguing to me because and exciting to me because then I was like, well, this will be very interesting on what this card and learning all about what this card's going to be about. And so off I went into the journey of writing these Oracle cards. Now these Oracle cards, there's 44 total in the set and you can get them on my website at divinemoneymastery.com. What's so amazing about these bonus cards is that It's an opportunity for us to connect with deeper, more higher consciousness that we may not have connected with before. So for this episode, I'm going to read the card and we're going to talk all about how to connect into our divine ego and find a way and how we can utilize our ego to support the core being of who we are and strengthen our lives, strengthen our relationships, strengthen our financial reality, and increase our confidence and connection into the world. So it's super, super exciting. So if you're in a place where you can sit in a comfortable position, kick off your shoes, let your feet touch the ground, uncross your arms and legs, and just listen to the reading, I invite you to get yourself comfortable and listen to the card as I read it. Now, it's not a meditative type of thing, so you can still drive if you're driving, not a problem. However, if you can just stop and take a moment to really listen to the reading of this card, it would it will be very beneficial for you. Also, you may want to make note if you start feeling things in your body and and note to yourself like, "Woo, that was kind of an interesting feeling or word that came up as I read that." And that will help give you some clues specifically for yourself as some ideas 
or areas in your life that you can start looking at within your own personal self. So I'm just going to read the card to you. It's the divine ego, the divine ego. I am the heart self. I voice the love and gratitude I have for myself. I am the enlightened being. I am lovingly proud and humbled by my accomplishments, contributions, and my achievements. Being a blessing to this world. I know that I am and I am honored to be so. So on the back, it's self-actualization. The divine ego is centered in self rather than self-centered ego. The divine creation of life, the spark of God that you are, is who you are. By the complete and total acceptance of love and gratitude for yourself and your life path, you will open a space to allow your spirit self to embody your human self, creating heaven on earth. Centered in self, I am at peace with the divine in me. I free myself to completely express me as my divine self, accepting and loving all of me. My human self is created physically, spiritually, mentally, and financially. I weave together feminine and masculine qualities to create my divinely desired life. Human head ego keeps me alive and fear is a natural response and very useful. Spirit heart ego recognizes the vibrational frequency that fear transmits as a signal from my higher self alerting me to my divine path. I will confidently take action with my next step forward, not allowing my mind to control and respond, rather leading with my heart and creativity. Co-created with the universe, my life journey is made up of choices and contrast from which I learn and grow. I am honored to be one of the collective whole. Heart, Divine Ego, Yang. Head, Ego, Yin. Card number 44. Yeah. Whew. It's a beautiful card. And the piece that really resonates for me in understanding what the Divine Ego is, this the piece that's right after the self-actualization First of all, self-actualization comes from Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs and that once we've covered our basic needs and our spiritual needs and our educational needs and our relationship needs, then we reach another consciousness of ourself in the self-actualization where we're really being our true, passionate, divine self out into the world. And this knowing of who we are brings us into a, a deeper knowing of ourselves and into our heart-centered space where we know that we are centered in ourselves rather than self-centered. And self-centered ego is what we have been more commonly talking about in our society as especially as it being some sort of an, as a negative thing, right? Self-centered ego. Part of the self-centered ego is making sure that our health and safety needs are met and that there's, you know, there's this natural response that comes to us that alerts us to fear and part of our intuition. And it is a balance that both our divine ego and our head ego have to play. There is a balance that gets between those two. The trick is, and the new consciousness is about, leading with our heart ego, our divine ego, rather than leading with our head. So leading with our heart and our passion and trust, rather than leaving, leading in our head in fear and mistrust. So the divine ego is centered in self rather than self-centered ego. There's just a different movement and viewpoint in how we connect into the world and how we view the world. And ultimately, that centered in self, ego recognizes that there is a divine being in every single one of us, that there is no difference in who we are. There's just a difference of circumstances, experiences, gender, and income level. Those really are the main differences between us. We still all have very similar experiences in that 
we have experiences that make up who we are and our belief systems. It's just a matter of different experiences. And then ultimately, we each end up having different point of views. But if we can recognize each other at the core level that we are all the same, and that when we come together in our heart space, we can create so much more than what we've been able to create from our head space from this limited, this limited space. So one of the things that I do in my business as well as I do money readings with individuals and what we do in the readings is the person will read the card out loud to me. And as they read the card out to me, I'm able to feel in my body where blocks are in their body. And so I have a chakra body trigger map that I map out on this body map that shows where blocks are in the body and what triggers those blocks. So what I decided to do is I read the card on this recording and then I went back and listened to the recording and did a combined, just a universal oneness type reading where I went ahead and listened back to that recording of myself reading the card. And I mapped out on this trigger map where blocks were in my body and what was triggering them. And it doesn't surprise me at all because I have done hundreds of these readings with people all over the world. And it's been very interesting to see that there really is a lot of common blocks at the same time. And one of the very first block that most of us have within ourselves is this lovingly being proud of myself, lovingly proud of myself. And that is in our ability to just speak about how proud we are of what we've done, of our accomplishments and our successes. It's not an accepted practice normally to speak highly of yourself. And when you do speak highly of yourself, it's considered they've got a narcissistic ego they're being showy, they're being, they think they're better than everybody else. There is a difference in how you express the pride in yourself in that when you're not centered in yourself, in other words, you're self-centered, you do think you're better than everybody else. And you put everybody else down around you and you hold them in a space that they're not capable of doing anything or they're less than of a person when that is when you're being in a self-centered ego. But when you're centered in self, you can stand in yourself and realize that the other person may not have the same skills as you, but they still have skills that are valuable and essential to the whole, to who they are, to their being, because we each have skills. Not every one of us is going to be able to have, you know, a Michael Jordan career. Not every one of us is going to be able to have or be Brad Pitt or Julia Roberts. We each have different levels of skills and different abilities that we get to bring out into the world and discovering what our skill is and discovering who we are is what's the most exciting part about being a human is because then we're able to add to the diversity and the constant growth of our community and our world and our planet because we're each bringing in such unique different perspectives and different gifts. So lovingly being proud of myself, of ourself is one of the important parts in connecting to ourselves and understanding ourselves and knowing that everyone has a unique divine contribution that they get to make within this world. And they each, everyone is a divine being at the core level. The lovingly proud of myself actually hits in the crown chakra and it hits, hits in the crown chakra in the top of the head. And what also hits in the crown chakra is fear centered in self, and spark of God. And spark of God is another concept that a lot of people I've noticed, there is this internal spiritual conflict that happens within us because we've been told so much how God is so much above us. And for some of us, even the word God is a negative feeling. I mean, for me, even in my experience saying Jesus and God, those words really just were like, you know, running my fingers down a chalkboard. It was irritating. And I finally had to come to a resolution in myself in that 
really what God represents to me is that divine mother father union of energy, the masculine and the feminine energy that is that full oneness energy that we are all a part of and that we make together. So this spark of God concept, how I like to think about it, and I describe it to my clients is that God, if you think of God like the sun, then we are the sunbeams and we're a piece of that sun. And you can't tell the sunbeam, it's not part of the sun. It is part of the sun. The sunbeam is part of the sun. And that's what we are, the sunbeams. And that is a song that I grew up with when I was a little, little girl. I absolutely loved it. That was one of our church songs. I'm a little sunbeam. I don't remember all the words now, but I do absolutely believe that we each are that spark of God. Each one of us are part of that sun, that light that we get to, that we are, and that we can be on this planet always. And that's part of that concept that we hear in a lot of the spiritual arenas is, you know, letting our light shine, letting out our light, being our light, being our true light. And in a lot of meditations, we talk about using the light and envisioning light within us. And that is, again, part of allowing that oneness energy and that oneness light within you and letting it shine out into the world, being proud of who you are, not because you're better than anybody else, but but because you're just this beautiful human being here expressing yourself, living your life, connecting in the world the way you're connecting on a journey, growing, being, and doing what you're doing. Just like plants and trees, I really learn a lot from our world. When you look into the environment and you look at nature and you look at the different growth patterns and you look at the multiple different shapes and forms and growth. And it there's just so many amazing things that happen on our planet through our nature, through the plants and animals that are on our planet. And when we, we can learn from them and learn about ourselves just through studying nature. And that's one thing that, that I've done as well is looking at those patterns in nature and how we can use them as a way to support our human life. The other part, as far as the, these items hitting in the crown chakra that has always been very interesting to me, as long as I've been doing these readings is I've noticed that many, many people have a block in the crown chakra and the crown chakra is to me, how I utilize my crown chakra is it's part of that direct connection to my higher consciousness. And when our crown chakra is blocked, that means we're blocking who we are. We're blocking that true connection to our higher source. And we're not allowing ourselves to see ourselves as those amazing people. And I really believe that's been because of our conditioning on our planet as far as being told that we need to look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way through our media, through advertising, through movies and through magazines and things that we've come to this point in our life, especially in the American culture of looking certain ways and being certain ways and following certain rules that it's so much gotten into the way, gone into our way of expressing our true true self. And so we have become a culture of suppression and suppressing our true self. Now, a lot of that has changed just in the recent gay and lesbian and bisexual and transsexual and all those changes that have happened, which has been so amazing over these last few years. It's just so exciting to see the empowerment of people taking on their life and being able to express their life it's just an amazing part and progression of our world that we have been able to embrace in our life. And I'm so grateful for this new movement and an acceptance and openness. And this is where we get to continue in our openness. Even next is that truly being ourselves in the expression on how we create our money and how we express our lives in our own personal lives. Right. So if you're wanting to be uh, at home working in a wood shop, building items from scratch, from wood 
pieces of planks, but yet you're at the office at the insurance company working a nine to five in a suit and tie and you're miserable, then there's something to think about. How are you expressing yourself and are you, how are you suppressing yourself and trying to keep yourself fit into a box that you're not happy in? So really looking at and allowing yourself to start looking at how you want to express yourself in the world. How do you want to make money in the world? And how do you want to live from your heart? What's really going to make you happy? Now, it's not about going and quitting that rotten job today. It's a progression. It's a shift. It's a movement into to stepping into what you want and recognizing. It's, you know, what I've learned is that life really doesn't start until you're 50. I really believe it because the first 50 years of our life is really our training ground for what we're going to be doing. And so as you're creating your life and you're, as you're going through your experiences in the different jobs and the different education and, and whatnot, just start connecting to those different experiences and say, what is this that I can use and learn and pick up from and utilize in the future for myself and, and use it like it's a golden egg, like all these little golden nuggets of information, knowledge, experiences, and things are getting put into this beautiful basket for you that you're going to be able to put together in your dream heart centered job, whatever it is. And you'll know what that is based on what you're always focusing on. Like, what are you seeing? What is your life path telling you. And that's one of the other things that actually hits in this reading that I did with us is that in the stomach space was hit was being a blessing to the world and my life journey. And what I found as well is that many of us are ashamed of our life journey. We think our life journey isn't good enough. And that's again, part of our socialization and and mediaization, whatever, we got to come up with some word, but basically the media, the profit-driven sectors, different things that have been manipulating our mindset to get our money, because if they can control your beliefs, they can control your money, bottom line. And if our systems are set up to make us feel terrible about our life all the time, and we, we feel less than who we are. We're constantly in shame, depression, and anxiety over every decision that we make. And so honoring our journey and starting to look at the journey and the lessons that we had in our journey, and, and that will give you clues as to what kind of a contribution you can make into the world, how you can pick up the pieces and the different nuggets that you've learned and use that information to support and serve the world. Now it's not supporting and serving the world doesn't always mean you're the one that's being the big coach. You're doing the writing, the big books, you're doing all these other things. There's so many ways, however you feel inspired, whether it's through carpentry, whether it's through being the plumber, the electrician, whether you're the teacher, whether you're the, uh, lawyer, whether you're in the whether you're a politician, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're home a home teacher, whether you're wherever you are in the world, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a nurse, whether you have your own business, whether you're an author, whether you're a speaker, wherever you are in the world, as long as you're expressing yourself yourself from your heart that's making you truly happy that every day you're like, yay, I get to go into the world and do this, then that's where you get to allow yourself to express and accept yourself and learn those things because everybody has had different journey. We've learned different skills throughout our lifetime. And so we get to utilize all those yummy experiences and put them in a way, in a way that we can contribute out into the world, but being proud of, of it, not shaming ourselves, but being proud that we've been strong enough to do the journey that we've been proud that we've been strong enough and courageous courageous enough to keep moving forward and i know that you are the one that's create that is courageous enough courageous enough to keep moving forward because you're here listening to this podcast you are one of those that are are willing to move to to go forward to dig in deep and do what you need to do but don't worry about the journey 
about it being something that we you need to be worried about or or be ashamed about because every one of us have had a different journey especially when it comes to our financial our financial decisions so accepting ourselves and financially and confidently are all things that hit right in the back hit right in our back and it really it feels like just a stabbing and it's more of like a punch at the back actually it feels like a punch in the back like we're just punching ourselves in the back in this accepting of ourselves and financially and confidently because we have had such a different view about money and how we're supposed to be with our money and how we be financially responsible about money and how much money we're supposed to make in the world and based on how much money we make in the world that means how important we are or how good of a people we're on that means we'll be able to do all these super exciting things that the world and the media and everything tells us what we're supposed to do. It's so conflicting. And especially when you have kids too, because the kids are getting marketed too at different levels all over the place. Oh my gosh, we can't get away from freaking commercials. You can't even get away from commercials on Facebook anymore. You can't even watch a video on Facebook without getting a commercial. That's it. We are just completely bombarded with advertising. So our kids are getting advertised too, and they are getting conditioned to want all these different things. And they're also being programmed to certain levels of expectations of what life and having a good life is all about. And attaining this super life, rich and famous life that the media portrays out into the world is very hard to attain because the amount of expenses we have anymore, the amount of income that we're generating anymore is very unproportionate to being able to have all of the things that the media and the marketing and everything tells us that we're supposed to have to be considered successful in the world. And that becomes very stressful and very anxiety. So one of the things that's happened is as a consequence to that marketing and that mindset that's been being pumped out into the world, we've created homes, families, communities, cities, states, countries, all in debt. We're, we have created this over debt society that it's okay for us to consistently consume and overuse resources in a way that keep us with more and more things, keep us, keep us buying more things, keep us putting money out into things rather than putting money into ourselves. So ultimately what I want to, to share with this is that accepting that we get to accept our financial experience as it has been. We get to accept and appreciate our financial decisions that we've been making, that we have made, even though we may not feel great about them, even though it may have hurt us, even though it may have been damaging. Part, one of the biggest part of healing our relationship with our money is forgiving ourselves for past money mistakes, forgiving ourselves for past money issues, and accepting where we were and, and, allowing it as an opportunity for us to grow. That's why one of the pieces on the card in the in the card it says my life journey is made up of choices and contrast. Because we make a choice and then we get a contrast and that contrast is does that contrast work or doesn't doesn't work? And so we learn from whatever that result is. And if it's a result that we like, great do it again. If it's a result that you don't like, dang it, don't do it again. And so instead of judging ourselves and instead of constantly beating ourselves up for different decisions and circumstances and things that happen, instead what we get to do is is be proud of who we are. Be proud of who we are. Be confident in what's happening. Give our give yourself a break. <laughs> Give yourself a break, right? Take a breath. You are doing what you get to do and you're moving forward. So yay for you. Celebrate those accomplishments. Celebrate what you have been doing. Focus on the next step, the next step forward. And that's the one thing that also hits in the lower back uh, is 
next step forward. Right above, right above the sacral chakra is next step forward. And that's about not feeling supported by the next step. And the truth is, is we're not going to get the whole picture. I mean, we are constantly guided on steps to move forward. And we're constantly getting the intuition on those steps to take forward. But we also very much sometimes ignore ourselves. We don't listen to ourselves. We don't do it. We go, oh, no, not this. And we argue with ourselves over what needs to be done. And it's really more about we overanalyze it or we're trying to make somebody else happy or we're not feeling confident in what we're doing. So we don't follow that intuition. We don't listen to ourselves. Instead, we just um, keep moving forward in our head and try and be wise. And that's one of the pieces that's different in living in our divine ego is that we're listening to ourselves and we're trusting ourselves. We're trusting that intuition that comes through to us. And so not feeling supported by our next step is that we're not allowing ourselves to trust that intuition that comes to us. And the truth is, is we're not going to get all the steps at the same time. We're going to get one or two at a time because why would we give, why would we get the next step or five or six steps when we're not even willing to take step one or two. And that's just it. We got to take one step one. We got to take step two. Then step three and four is going to come because a lot of times and sometimes the next step three and four are going to be dependent on the results of step one and two. There's so many variables of how life can go. So trusting your intuition, moving forward and and connecting with your passion as you move forward and just keep trusting it. Just keep trusting it and move forward. Take that step. Take that step. It is scary because we don't know what's always going to happen. And we have been, again, conditioned to always think the worst, that it's always going to be terrible. And that's one thing about our human self. And that is something that actually hits along the side of the head between our brow chakra and our throat chakra is, is kind of like this confusion and wavy, spinny head energy that this human self is so confusing sometimes because we have to deal with emotions and emotions and other people's emotions and relationships and expectations and feelings and all of these thoughts. There's so many things about being a human that become overwhelming. And I know a lot of you out there think, why in the heck are we even here on the planet anyway? Like, this is crazy. And it is crazy. It is definitely a challenge to balance ourselves. But as you really connect more and more into yourself and really allow yourself to express yourself, the more spiritual and amazing experiences can happen. Now, this is not about religion, and if religion is part of your life, fabulous. However it works best for you is wonderful. It This and my concepts is more about the spiritual side of us in that it's our energy self, in our core, a body, in our aura energies, through our chakra energies, and how we use our intuition and our intelligence and our resources to bring about the world that we want in our life. So it becomes a lot more fun then. There's then different games kind of come around. Like with the law of attraction, it's when you're focusing on certain things, if you're always looking for negative things to happen, then the negative things are what happens. But if you're focusing on positive things, then that's what comes forward is more positive things. And it's fun because you can almost play a game with yourself in even creating things like it is true now that I can create things all the time. It doesn't even matter all of the time. It's it's in the little things. Like I just went to purchase some new curtains for my bedroom and it was so fun because I just went in and look and this is how I do my shopping. I go in, I look for what I want. I find the thing that makes me go, Ooh, that's the one I want. I'm like super excited about it. And then I look at the price tag. Well, this set of curtains that I actually wanted, I found them, but then I couldn't find them on the, 
shelf. And I was like, oh, I think this is, they're not here. And so I had an attendant that came out and she's like, oh, can I help you find something, ma'am? And I was like, well, yes, please. I would, I'm looking for these ones, these particular curtains here. And they were beautiful, just a, a light color. They're mint green, actually. They're mint green and they have these um, pattern organzy kind of stitching on them. So they're very beautiful. Kind of looks like lace, uh, like a like a mint green lace kind of thing. Anyway, so the gal was like, well, I'll go look and see if they're even on stock and whatnot. So off she went to do her looking. I went around and kept looking around the shop to see if there was anything else that I had liked. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, well, they're right here. And lo and behold, they were there they were right in front of me, all on clearance. And they were half price. And I was like, yes, score. Little things, right? Little things. You fall in love with what it is that you love, where your money's going. You enjoy what's happening. You in gratitude with it and then score. They're all on clearance sale. Voila, half price. It was awesome because then in my budget I had, and in my plan, I was then able to buy another spatula, a new spatula. I needed the, a new spatula. So it was like I doubled my money because I was able to get a couple other things as well that I got to get from my house and voila. So accepting yourself and accepting your life journey is such a core piece of for each one of us to build upon creating a beautiful, beautiful life for ourselves. Because if we're not accepting and loving the foundation of our life and we're not accepting the foundation of our life, we can't build upon that in a way that really truly supports us heart and soul in the future. So it's very, very important to heal those pains and heal those wounds, those things and those beliefs that aren't supporting you anymore, that are not supporting the divine you and, and empowering you in your life. If you, and that's one of the things that's so wonderful about these readings is that it gives you an opportunity to identify unconscious beliefs because we also work very unconsciously and intuitively. We just react sometimes not even knowing or even processing what's happening, but there's this automatic response to certain things. And sometimes that automatic response is not a healthy automatic response. And it's something that damages us or damages a relationship. And when we can identify what those unconscious beliefs are, it assists us in opening up to new abundant opportunities. Because when you have an unconscious belief system and a belief of not feeling worthy or not feeling good enough or not feeling proud of who you are, not proud of your history, what happens is it interferes with what it is that you want for your life. And you may be focusing on, I want a great relationship. I want to have a great relationship. However, within ourselves. So for an example, I had a reading with a client and what we discovered in the reading was that she wanted this relationship so bad. She wanted to be in a loving relationship so bad, but there was another relationship that she was so in love with this particular person and he ended up breaking her heart and destroying her confidence in being in relationships with men. And so now that she's single and divorced and still actually fighting with what's going on with this particular man, She's now attracting men that don't honor her, that don't care for her. And she's, but at the same time, she's like, but I want to be in this great relationship. But because of her unconscious feelings and beliefs of the deep hurt that she still hasn't dealt with from that first relationship, it is interfering with the new, positive, beautiful relationship that's possible for her. So that's what we end up doing is there's something that we want so bad, but we're afraid of it to, to have it. And then we unconsciously create chaos and muck and craziness in our lives that stop us from attaining that, which we really, really divinely, deeply, solely want. It's a crazy thing we do. And it's, 
it's just part of who we are. It isn't about judging ourselves as, as we're bad, sick, and wrong, or that we're terrible. It's just that that's who we are. And that's just the product of what we've become based on history and everything that's happened. And here we are now, we're getting to untangle all of that. And that's what's so exciting is that we're stepping into a new level of consciousness, all of us, not only as individuals, but as a world and as a society in raising our consciousness as to what's really important on our planet, what's really important for each one of us, and how we can create a world that is unified and loving and compassionate and caring and profitable and abundant, and everybody has everything that they need, right? Peace on earth is really what we all want. I know I want it anyway, peace on earth. The one last item that I wanted to bring up that mentioned that hit on this particular reading, and that was weave together masculine and feminine. And actually where this hit was on the left breast. And it was very interesting to me because one of the things about women is that the breasts represent an essential life force energy. And when this block it was a very deep block. It was actually very, very painful weaving together the masculine and feminine. And that is part because we are going through such a difficult time in our society right now, especially here in America, where the masculine feminine energy are clashing and trying to come together and they're clashing and they're coming together and we're clashing and we're coming together. And not only that, but even just within the masculine energy and within the feminine energy, each trying to figure out who they or how they identify to masculine or feminine based on their gender or what they identify on as. And so there's such a mixture of all of this. And one thing I will say is that I've never claimed to be a feminist. I I so appreciate and so grateful for the contributions and the work that the women generations before me have brought to this planet. However, I think part of what has happened is that with the feminist movement, it ended up excluding the masculine energy and really damaged that relationship in a way that although women gained a lot of independence, it also damaged or strained that masculine relationship. And so I've always more considered myself a humanist in that I see a balance and an importance for both the masculine and the feminine energy. And even within each one of us, again, one of the things that was very difficult for me as a woman in business was not being accepted for my intelligent self because I was a woman. And because I've a, I was a woman, I my intelligence and my contribution really was not approved of or appreciated or financially rewarded because of my gender. So being a woman has been something that, and being proud of being a woman is something that has been very new to me. So even within us, based on your experiences, there may be challenges just within yourself as to how you honor the feminine side of you and how you honor the masculine side of you. And what does that mean to be masculine or feminine? To me, masculine and feminine energy is just a difference between being and doing, giving and receiving, physical strength and emotional strength. There's just differences in each energy. And as you discover within yourself, it's more about just coming to a balance of what feels good for you, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, how you enjoy life, what don't you enjoy about life. It's just a matter of honoring yourself at every level of your being and being proud of who you are, being proud of your accomplishments, being proud of your contributions, being proud of your interests, being proud of your personality, being proud of your abilities. Every single one of us have something beautiful about us and something to be proud of. And when you can discover those things about you and honor those things about you, you can increase your life experiences every day just by 
how you allow yourself to be in gratitude. You can increase your experiences and joy every day because what you're really focusing on is that heart-centered self, that heart ego, that one that has brought heaven to earth that is allowing for the beauty on the earth. I have a friend of mine, we used to joke and laugh about, it isn't about coping with yucky things and terrible things in our life. It's really more about coping with happiness because we know how to deal with anxiety. We know how to deal with chaos. We know how to deal with drama and negativity and horrible things happen, but we don't really know how to enjoy life and how to be happy and be comfortable with being happy without worrying about the other shoe going to drop because unconsciously we've been continually programmed to, you know, save for the rainy day, wait for the other shoe to drop, wait the next, you can't trust anybody because that person's just out to get you. You can't talk to somebody because they're just trying to get your money. There's so many things that we have gotten to a point where we have distrusted the world so much and we've distrusted ourselves even more, which is even more devastating how we have really distrusted ourselves. So again, the divine ego, connecting with your divine ego and allowing yourself to see the core beautiful being that you are. So in strengthening your core self, it's about accepting yourself and your journey, realizing that your journey is made up of, of experiences and moments to teach you how you're going to be being in the world and how you can share your life with the world just through what sparks your interest or what inspires you or what skills you have learned or how you what educational experiences and things interest you. Accepting yourself and accepting your journey, accepting that crazy family. I mean, I think I was the black sheep in my family. Well, there may have been a couple black sheeps in my family. <laughs> but I know I didn't make all my family members happy with my choices in my life. And that's okay because they've made choices in, the, in their lives that I haven't 100% agreed with. But that's okay because that's their journey. And I get to honor their journey for what their journey is, just like I get to honor my journey for what my journey is. And that's what I invite you to do is to love and accept yourself and your journey. And don't be afraid to proclaim your pride in yourself. It's important for us to show up as leaders. And part of being a leader in our world and in our community is being proud of ourselves, is standing in pride for who we are and what our beliefs are, what our accomplishments are, what our ideas are. And when you're in running a business, it's extremely important for you as the leader of the business to be confident in your decisions and be confident in who you are. Because at that level of confidence is what level of vibration you are sending out into the community, which will then bring back the vibration of money to you. And if there is, if you are vibrating at a low level, feeling less and low about yourself, even unconsciously, then you'll limit the amount of money you're going to be able to bring into your life. So these are essential skills and to incorporate in your life in that you're finding ways to heal the past traumas and pains and find gratitude in your life and in your life journey. So that also includes forgiving your past money experiences. That's the other part of this is accepting those financial issues or those financial problems or whether it's your fault or not your fault, taking responsibility for your part in the financial issue, forgiving yourself for that financial issue or forgiving that other person for that financial issue and moving forward, letting go of that pain. And there's different ways to to work with forgiveness and to work with traumas and pains. And that's something that you can look into for yourself is different ways of forgiveness options 
Take action is another so important part with your divine ego and really strengthening that part of you. Because the more you trust yourself and listen to yourself and listen to that inspiration that comes to you, you're going to keep getting that next step, next step, next step. It's going to keep coming to you. It's just trusting it, taking the action and doing it. Move forward, move forward. (laughs) And celebrate that you moved forward every day. Every day I try to do at least two to three things at the very least to move myself forward, to move my business forward every day. So that's what I encourage for you to do every day. Two to three things. Do something and take action because as you take action, more information is going to come. And the stronger your connection with your higher self and the inspiration is just going to get stronger and stronger and the experiences and the expansion is just going to get bigger and bigger and more opportunities are going to come to you and more money is going to come to you. More clients are going to come to you. More experiences are going to come to you. And it's so much fun and it's so much more exciting and it makes this human life not so boring and mundane. It makes the human life exciting and juicy and like, I can't wait to see what happens next because there's just so many more things to do and to see in this world than that we've seen just in our own little backyard. So there you go. How to tap into the divine ego to strengthen the core you. I hope you found some things here that assist you in moving forward in your life. I am so grateful that you're here and I do wish you so many beautiful money blessings and love and light in your life. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Spirit of Money podcast. Peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.